Hi there, I'm Eleanor and welcome to the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Each week we're covering a new destination across sun, city, cruise, USA worldwide and camping holidays. Today we're returning to the world of cruise holidays and giving you all the information you need for your cruise holiday. In our third podcast episode, we busted the common myths of cruise holidays, namely that they're for the newlywed, almost dead and overfed. The demographics of cruise holiday goers has changed dramatically over the past five to ten years and cruise companies have been responding to this shift in the market. If you haven't already listened to that episode, we'd recommend going back and having a quick listen before we delve into this one. In this episode, we're going to follow on from that and talk about what you need to know when you actually go to book your cruise holiday and actually go on it. From everything from which cruise ships to book to getting off the cruise ship at disembarkation. So to talk about cruise, Stephen and I are joined by Will and our esteemed leader, Paul. Will joined us for our first cruise episode. He's been on... 10 plus cruises, has 21 odd years travel experience and has been in Click and Go for four and a half years. And he was here for the start of cruise holidays. Yes. Paul is our CEO and co-founder of Click and Go. He's been in the travel industry for 30 years now and has been on countless cruise holidays and has extensively toured many, many cruise ships at industry launches. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, so to start off, I suppose, have a quick chat about the different cruise companies, mm-hmm. um, which ones would be best suited for different type holidaymakers from couples to families. If we're looking at ocean cruising, which is really what we're, we're going to talk Our about today, um, really for the mainstream cruise product, there's probably half a dozen cruise lines mm. that we sell, um, some of which we sell huge volumes of, some lesser volumes. But there would be about half a dozen, Will, yeah. wouldn't there? Okay. Our primary one would be MSC Cruise mm-hmm. Lines. Uh, they're an Italian cruise company. They have about 16 ships really developing in the marketplace and, and in the cruise world. You then have other companies like Royal Caribbean and Celebrity, which are sister companies. They're, they're in the one corporation. Mm-hmm. You then have the likes of Norwegian Cruise Lines, Princess Cruise Lines, um, Cunard maybe, but to a lesser extent they're yeah. more niche. Yeah. So really five main cruise lines, would that be correct? MSC, Royal Caribbean, Celebrity, Norwegian, Norwegian and Princess. Yeah. So they would be the cruise lines that most people would be traveling with. Mm-hmm. You have some ultra luxury brands then on top of that. Like the likes sea. of Silver Sea, Oceana, Regent. Um, Crystal. But they, Crystal, they are in a different they're in a different mm-hmm. league. So maybe if we focus on the the, the more core product, yeah. that mm-hmm. might be the best way to do it. We can touch on those those five brands because both of us would know yeah. all of those ships, all of those cruise lines and, and, and what they're ideal for. And so different. So they all have a huge amount of cruise ships constantly being built and coming to the market. There's about 24 cruise lines being lo- cruise ships being, being launched, launched in 2019 for ocean going. A year. Cruise. In, in a year. This year. Yeah. This year. In 2019, this year. there's 24 <laughs> scheduled ship launches. And is that just across kind of the, the main five or in total? Across in total. Everything? That's everything. That's Genie across Mac. all of the different brands. Because like, you know, Tui, who are a travel company, also have mm. a brand. They mm. have Morella. Different cruise lines are almost country specific. There's some pure German cruise lines. Mm. There's some French cruise lines. There's some very uh, expedition mm. type cruise yeah. lines. So this is across everything. everything. Right. Um, so it's lot. massive investment. But within though that core kind of five companies, um, they cover all of the destinations mm. and they would be launching probably half a dozen ships this year between yeah, sure. them MSA just had a big launch of a brand Bellissima. new ship Bellissima there just a couple of weeks ago which mm. Paul was on board I was yeah. say, Lucky you, you know. get to go to all these things <laughs> yeah. don't you? yes we do and, and they're great and <laughs> it's, it's great, great it's yeah. great experience because you, you do get yeah. to see what they're like yeah. um, MSC are also launching Grandiosa, Grandiosa later in the year Princess are launching I think Sky, Sky in later October. in the year yeah. I think Royal Caribbean have a launch. Royal this Caribbean year. have Spectrum, mm. which Spectrum's been built just for the mainly for the Chinese market. Yeah, Sister That's of Symphony, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So And I think Norwegian have another ship this year. I think and Joy is yeah. in Norwegian due to come out. So. so and these these crews these ships can cost up to a billion each. Yeah. 
1 billion euros. Now, that sounds like a lot of extra capacity, like 24 ships. But in real terms, if you look at crews, there are still a lot more people go to Orlando every year for a holiday mm. or go to Vegas every year for mm. a holiday yeah. than globally go on a cruise holiday. So the cruise lines are aware that there's a lot of growth and a lot of potential. And mm. that's why they're building, because yeah. it just gives more and more capacity. It means that the price is really competitive, yeah. which is so important because the value for money with cruising on, I think you'd agree, Will. Yeah, it's, it's unreal. When you compare land-based holidays mm. to, to ship-based holidays, euro for euro, what you're getting on a cruise yeah. is just exceptional value. Yeah. And on that note, so... For anybody that doesn't know, what is it exactly is included in your price? So say in our that? price. Yeah, so we'll always sell a f- what we call a fly cruise. So we'll always give you your flight and your cruise. So you'll have your flight from Dublin or if need be Cork or Shannon to, let's say, Barcelona. Mm. We include it. We give you a 10 kilo carry on bag. If you want to check in a bag, we can add that on and give you the cost. Generally, we don't include transfer because the likes of Barcelona, it's only a 20 minute journey from mm. the airport to the ship. And we just find it's cheaper to get a taxi or get on public transport if you're that being more independent. And then you have the cruise for the week. So cruising was priced depending on the type of cabin you go for. So your cheapest cabin will be an inside cabin. Mm. So it's a cabin with four walls and that's going to be the cheapest price. I have no problem with that type of a cabin. Um, you know what I mean? I find you only sleep and yeah. get ready um, in the cabin and you're just enjoying the ship. But then you can go up from that and get a cabin with a window. Then you go for a cabin with a, your own private balcony. Mr. Hackett loves the Yacht Club on, on <laughs> MSC. It's a, a kind of a ship within a ship. It's a private area. Bit of luxury. Um, bit of luxury, mm. yeah. So there's, there's, there's a price and a budget for everyone. And then when you're on board, you'll have all your meals. So your mm. breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. So you'll never be hungry. Mm. Um, and then sometimes you'll get drinks packages or sometimes if you want a drinks package, that's at an added cost. And then it's really up to the customer how much then they spend on their holiday they want to go shopping on board, go and have a spa treatment. They can go on excursions or you can just get off the ship and do your own thing. And then you've got your gratuities to the staff. Cruise lines will give and recommend an amount that they think you should tip. Mm. You can prepay that with us or you can sort that when you get on board. So th- th- there's a ship and a budget for everyone. So when, when someone comes on to you and say they haven't cruised before... Mm. What, what questions are you, what do you need to know from them? We try and figure out what they've done before, what mm. kind of holidays they've been on before, what type of standard of accommodation they like. Do they like modern? Do they like an older? Do they, how do they feel? Some people will be, when you say five, 6,000 people on a ship, I think that's brilliant because yeah. it means to me there's going to be lots to do and lots of choice. Other people go, Ugh, no, I don't want that. And mm. then we go, okay, let's look at a smaller ship. So we look at a ship that holds maybe 2,000 people. Um, still have everything but just on a smaller scale and then obviously budget's important yeah. um, like MSC would be great good value very good standard like the ships they're building at the moment mm. Paul you'd agree Bellissima Meraviglia Grandiosa to come they're game changer ships they're just unreal and for the pricing get on them is fantastic and do, do, do clients sort of judge do they want the ship with all the facilities or is it the destinations that they're looking for? Generally, your first cruise, yeah. Like I, I try and steer people on a first cruise to get on a new ship. Right. Get on and because people are looking at TV adverts and Googling, and obviously these big new ships yeah. are being flashed in front of them. Mm. So the last thing they want then is to get on a smaller ship that doesn't have the bells and whistles. Yeah. So I personally try and get people to go for a new ship, and then for the next ship then let it be about the the destination. Okay. and Do you know what I mean? Then mm. they don't mind that the ship is a bit smaller and a bit older. But I think for the first one, give them the wow factor. Get on, try the new ship. It's like a new car. Do you know what I mean? But they're vast. Like the oh, ships they're are unreal. vast. They're vast. They? But like, you know, coming back to that question, what's included? So like, as Will said, all your accommodation, and this is standard across all of the industry. Mm. So this is all of, the, all of the cruise lines that mm. we sell and that anybody else sells, all your accommodation and the itinerary, and your meals all the time that you're on the ship. Yeah. That's the absolute minimum, plus all the entertainment and all the facilities on board. The only time you have to pay extra is the likes of spa or shopping. Yeah. So like it's great value. And and it really is a case of um, talking to the customer. Yeah. You know, like my first cruise was with Celebrity to Alaska. And I often say to people, if it's the first cruise you're going on, because it's a big, it's quite a big jump of faith mm. or leap of faith yeah. would yeah. be correct um, to go from a traditional land-based. holiday, land-based holiday onto onto a ship. 
I try and get people to understand that the ship is effectively a floating hotel. It has mm. all of the facilities. Your room on a ship is just like your room in a hotel. But you have everything at your disposal. So it's like going to one of these very large resorts. Like you, I never have a problem with the fact that there's a couple of thousand people on board. You don't because even you're notice. Not, yeah. You're not seeing them all at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you're really mm-hmm. only engaging with the. It's a bit like as, as you're in a hotel. You, you don't tend to obsess or worry about how many people are in my hotel. No. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. That, it just doesn't come into play. You into always play. find your own bar you like and your yeah. little mm. area you like and your own little nooks and crannies. And mm. it'll take you a day. It does take, you know, I mean, the first day can be a bit, but once you get into it and really enjoy it, the following day, you're like, okay, I like that bar or I like that part mm. of the ship. Mm. And it, it, then it's a breeze, it's brilliant then. But I really would encourage people to, to talk to the likes of Will or the guys in the office yeah. Or talk to an expert, talk to companies who are really good at cruise, who for them it's a passion and they're really excited about it because it is so important to match. Like we, we talk about those five brands, but they are mm. quite different yeah. in terms of their pitch and yeah. their their ethos and their standard and their style and their cuisine. And, you know, some are better at other things. Mm than the other cruise lines. So like it really is important that we explore exactly the same way we explore with the customer if they come on the phone to us about a land-based holiday. Yeah. We figure out what they like, what they don't like. Mm. What are you looking for from the holiday? So oftentimes when I'm saying to somebody about trying a cruise, I say to them, how about you look at the destination that you can really only do with the on a ship? Yeah, You know, and then it kind of gets them over the worry of why would I do a cruise? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. whereas you can't really do Alaska properly any other way than on a ship. You really can't do the Norwegian fjords except on a ship, you know. And then like you have itineraries like the, the Baltics, which just bring in so much of what you'd like to see and would be very difficult to put together. Mm. And you think about how difficult it would be to do what a cruise ship does as an itinerary if you were doing it as a traditional holiday. Yeah. It would be outrageously expensive. You'd spend your time in airports. You'd spend your time packing and unpacking. You get on a ship, you unpack once and you get to see uh, for an average week long cruise, mm. you'll call on five, mm. maybe six, but generally five ports of call. You know, from the port you leave, you'll have mm. five other ports before you come back. And that's brilliant. It could be five different countries. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you're really getting to see a lot. You're not getting any hassle. You're the, the standard on the ship yeah. in terms of the the, the room service, the food, the staff, the, the staff, like the, the staff to guest ratio on the cruise lines is superb. The level of customer service is amazing because mm. these guys are on the same ship. They're yeah. clearly not getting off. Yeah. You get to know them. You get to interact with them. The tipping thing, which is on ships, is getting simpler and simpler. Like it generally ranges between maybe 10 to 15 yeah. euros a day mm. per person. And when you're on a ship, you really understand why. Why you why you tip? Yeah. Because that covers everybody. That covers your cabin staff or your stateroom staff, depending. Sometimes the cruise lines call them cabins. Sometimes they call them staterooms. <laughs> yeah. But that covers you. your cabin. It covers your pool attendants, the bar staff, the waitering staff, the restaurant staff, everything. Like you know. So so on on a on a say a seven night cruise, what what are the itineraries like? Or you said we could be five, maybe six. Mm. Uh, stops off and ports. How, how does it work for people that have never been on a cruise? How, how does that work? So let's take, for example, the Mediterranean. Yep. Like most people's first cruise is going to be the Met. So then most people, if they want a newer ship, they'll sail out of the likes of Barcelona. You'll do a seven night cruise and that's like your Western Met. So you're Spain, France and Italy. So you'll take in the likes of Marseille in France, Genoa in Italy. You'll go to a port called Aspetia for visiting Florence and Pisa. Um, and you'll, you generally a ship is sailing at night time yes. yes and she docks in the morning you get up have you as you would have your shower get ready go over your breakfast and then like you would in the hotel go off and enjoy the day whether you're going on an organized excursion or you want to get off because some I mean, clients who say to me oh but i have to pay to get off mm. like no think of it like your hotel yeah. just get off go for your ramble have a look around some ports are a bit further out. Some, like um, Cannes in the south of France, Palma and Mallorca, literally within 10 minutes, you're in the hardy action. So mm. you can just get off, have a ramble, do your own thing. And then, if you don't want to go for lunch when you're on land, go back to the ship. The ship is still open. There's still entertainment happening on board. There's still staff there to look after you. Back on, have your lunch, refresh, sort yourself out, get the kids sorted, get back off again, have a look around, and then back on for the evening. And the, the ship, while it's stocked in the port, 
it's still an active working yeah. ship. Yeah. And in fact, in, in, in one of the, the cruise episode we spoke about, that's when an awful lot of the deals apparently mm. happen, isn't it? When maybe cheaper to go to the hairdresser. Yeah. Mm. But like as Will said, the ship sails overnight. Yeah. Mm. And then you have the entire day in the yeah. port yeah. to do to stay on board the ship. Why not stay on board the ship? The pools are open, you've been. restaurants are open. You've paid yeah. for everything, so yeah. you can still enjoy it. And like as you say, there's loads of ports yeah. where you can just walk down to the gangplank, the exit, off the ship, and wander into the city. Yeah. Like if you're in the likes of the port that serves Rome, you are in a bit of an isolated yeah. area. So mm. in that case, you are definitely better buying excursions. Or if there's things that you want to see buy an excursion but you have a choice you can buy the excursion from the cruise line or you can do your own thing Mm. you can hop off and do an open top bus in the city so like you're not being overcharged for excursions you're not restricted it's total freedom just like you have as Will said with your land holiday You, you, you can stay on board you can get off for free you can do an excursion either with the cruise line or independently and I believe Orla said to me before that a lot of the times the cruise company will do a transfer into the yeah. into yes. the city Just anyway so for like took the word a tenor, that nominal yeah. fee. Yeah, so if you're still an independent person but you want to see Rome but the thoughts of being on an organised excursion is not for you, mm. I, I understand that because I like... Or you just like, want to go and eat yeah, some pasta Yeah, and just doing exactly. your own thing. Then get they'll have what they call just kind of transfer excursion. Mm. So you go on a bus. Sometimes they're complimentary, but sometimes they're on a nominal charge and mm. it's not that expensive. And do you book these excursions... With you in the office before you go, or do you book the night before, or do you book it when you, when you get on the ship? First it's of all? it's it's up to the client. Um, some cruise lines allow us to book it, some don't. Some will your client will go on onto the cruise lines website and manage their cruise. Like they'll have like a cruise planner, mm. so we will give them their reference. So for example, if it's MSC, we can book the excursion for them. We can give them the website to look at the excursions, especially if they're going to go somewhere like on the Baltics cruise in Saint Petersburg. Irish citizens need yeah. a visa to see Russia. Great thing when you go on a cruise, book your excursion, your visa's covered. And that's a real bucket list cruise. And clients love that they don't have to worry about going and getting their own visa because the cruise line will cover that. Book that excursion. Mm. So if we've got someone going on that cruise, and it's with MSC, for example, we'll give them the website to, to look at. They'll go on, look at the, the excursion, come back and say, okay, we'll love to look at that excursion. We'll book it, they'll pay us. And when they get the tickets, they'll have a voucher for that excursion. If it's someone like Royal Caribbean, Royal Caribbean do a little bit different. They have a planner. They go on to Royal Caribbean. They set up like manage, manage your booking, cruise planner, depending on what wording you want to use. You print your reference number and you on, on there you can book the excursions. You can book all these little things on board and you, you, you plan that yourself. And we can obviously help help the clients with that. Adele and our holiday support team is great for helping yeah, our customers that, which is really good. <laughs> Well, so it's like it'd be five or six like city breaks. Yeah, in, in yeah. That yeah. Space yeah. One. And like even in the med destinations, there's going to be places on a Mediterranean tour that people haven't okay. been. Yeah. Mm. So like if they're calling into Naples, maybe they haven't done Mount Vesuvius, they haven't done yeah. Pompeii mm. and Herculaneum, or they may not have been down to Sorrento. And you can again either do that independently, mm. or you can do it as part of a a, a planned excursion, like. On the Alaska ones, some of those are exceptional. Like you can do seaplane stuff yeah, on an Alaska. Helicopter, didn't you? Yeah, we, yeah, well, we did the seaplane with okay. on the Celebrity Cruise wow. to Alaska, and that was exceptional because Alaska yeah. is just, you know, there's destinations bucket where yeah, bucket list, yeah. there's cruises rather. I mean, where the destination is the reason. Mm. Is that a special birthday, Paul? Do I remember you? No, that was the very first oh, time I did a cruise. <laughs> I know, that was uh, a special birthday. No, 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 no that, was, that was quite a while ago. That was like back in 2007. Oh, okay. Um, so that was a long. Age, that was a long time ago. <laughs> but it was, and that was me as Joe Public. Like I was, it was before yeah. we had done Click and Go. I was mm. running a different travel company. We didn't do any cruises, so it was me as just Joe Ordinary consumer going into a travel company and saying this. Is what I'd like to do how do I put this together and they were great and then last year when we were doing uh, that Central America and yeah, South America yeah, itinerary, yeah, which is a really yeah. great itinerary mm. and the itineraries I think you know give yourself even if you have any preconceived ideas about a cruise have a look at the itinerary mm. and I think that will change your mind because the itinerary opens up options for you this was a cruise out of Miami and it went down to Jamaica and then on down to Colombia Panama Costa Rica wow. and yeah. you couldn't do an excursion no. in Panama off your own bat and when we in our little small minds were thinking <laughs> Colombia this is all you know narcos <laughs> drug, <laughs> drug lords Pablo Escobar <laughs> I thought well we're definitely not doing this on our own we're going to do this as the excursion and let the cruise line take the responsibility because the great thing is when the cruise line runs the excursion mm. they're responsible for everything yeah. so you're 
off the ship onto a bus with a guide in the language you want and you're guaranteed back to the ship because every day the ship has a fixed time that it leaves and, and it tells you. And they'll leave without you. <laughs> they will leave without <laughs> you, will, but yeah. they won't leave without you if you're on one of their excursions. Yeah. You know, okay. So if you're on a pre-booked excursion with the cruise line, it's their responsibility to get you back and they always do. Mm. So the likes of Colombia was, was brilliant. Like that was just to see that city. We were in the, the wonderful Spanish city of or Colombian city of Cartagena. And it was great to see it, but totally safe. It was mind blowing. Like mm. we, we just thought it was going to be one thing, but it was something else. Mm. But in Panama, they bring you halfway across the country and then they bring you on a boat back through the Panama Canal oh, and then bring you back Brilliant. to the ship. So, and like in the wow. likes of Costa Rica, you can do the rainforests. So like there is, whether it's the Med, whether it's Alaska, whether it's the Caribbean, whether it's the Baltics, whether mm. it's the Norwegian fjords, really the itinerary is, yeah. the, is, is a very exciting and integral mm. part of the selection and the choice of your cruise. And we do some great stuff yeah. out in Asia with Royal yeah. Caribbean. Mm. Yeah, we do so, great offers in October of November yeah. of this year. Again, book of list destinations where people want to try them and probably don't want to go on a big holiday just mm. to there, want to get a snapshot of a few different places. And it sails out of Singapore and it'll go to the likes of kind of Sing- all around Singapore and, and Thailand, mm, Malaysia. Malaysia. Um, and, and it's Royal Caribbean who are an exceptional cruise line mm. um, and they, these are exclusive to us sailing in October and November of this year and they're selling really well so like if you've you know if you haven't done a cruise the itinerary I think should motivate you yeah. mm, and if definitely. you have done a cruise well then you start going well where have I not been and as Will was saying you can do the western Mediterranean kind of the France, Spain, Italy or you could cruise out of Venice the smaller ships cruise out of Venice and take in Croatia uh, Slovenia, Montenegro, Greece, Turkey, the Greek islands. They sound lovely. And that's the yeah. east. Yeah. So like, you know, I guarantee when somebody hears the Met, oh, I've been, I've been to there, I've been, they won't have been everywhere yeah. and they won't have been to a lot of the yeah. ports. And, you know, if it's summer and it's good weather in the destination, it's really enjoyable on board because you're not in a port every single day. You might have some sea days. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And, oh, then, and then, and I love the sea days. <laughs> They're oh, so relaxing. Them. And you are literally you really just, get to enjoy the ship. Yeah. yeah, you're just cruising yeah. through the sea and it's it's so relaxing. The sound of the sea, the sunny, air. cocktail sunny. in your hands. Yeah. It's not roasting hot because you have a nice breeze and there's no pressure. Nobody's getting off. Nobody's getting on. It's all just very chilled and very relaxed. So it's always nice to have a couple of cruise, sorry, sea days in mm. your cruise. So on, on the ship itself then, um, like how many restaurants are there? How many you know bars and nightclubs and yeah and, and entertainment? So what? Talk about what's on the ship now a little bit. I take that one. So <laughs> yeah, again, it all depends on the ship. I'm you know you'll notice with me. I love my big ships. I'm all yeah. about new, big, modern ships. And on those ships, oh my god, you'd have mm. anything between kind of seven to twenty plus restaurants yeah. and bars really? on board in your cruise fare you've got the main dining room the buffet and there's generally always little areas where you can have like snacks like slice a piece or something like during the day and then they'll have what they call and I love them specialty restaurants because personally I don't want to eat in the main dining room every night yeah. I love trying all different restaurants and different types of food and they're, they're just even like the main dining room is lovely but it's big it's a big mm. restaurant obviously holding a lot of people whereas the speciality restaurants they're smaller they're a bit more intimate I just really love them and they're very very affordable like anything between 15 to 30 euro per person roughly will get you a three course meal in these restaurants and it's it's well worth it like where could you go in Dublin um, at that standard Yeah, and you're only like and they're only charging you a supplement a small supplement on top of what you've already you're not paying no full, full cost price. of the restaurant because yeah. you've already paid for all your meals. Yeah. yeah. So this is just if you're looking for something special as well as yeah. talking about it's it's really a great idea in a in a 7 10 12 14 night just cruise to it vary up. it yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have a drinks package that's fine for yeah. your drinks. Oh totally everything transfers if you have yeah. a drinks package um it transfers but yeah. like that was the restaurant the bars there'd be tons of bars. Loads of bars like you'll have martini bars. Like pool some bars. Champagne you have, bars. You have um, you have um, robots serving you a drink. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a robotic bar in Wonderwell Caribbean ships, ice bars, champagne bars, your regular bars. There'll be different entertainment in each bar. So one one might have like a live band. Like I was on a Norwegian ship and I thought it was, it was epic, Norwegian epic. And they do these dual pianos. I've seen it in Vegas as well. These pianos are kind of facing each other and two guys, two people on a piano each. And 
any song you can think of, you throw it up and maybe give them a dollar with it, they'll sing it. And the crack was unreal. It was mm. really good fun. So there's something for everyone. But if you just want to go, just have a drink and just a bit of quiet music in the background or you want to go mad. And then obviously at the end of the night, there's an, usually a nightclub. That's oh. where so, you so, find so these, these go on until the early hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then... I'd say you're you you mean and what at two or three o'clock in the morning if you want a slice of pizza then head down and get a slice of yeah. pizza in the buffet. All <laughs> the buffets are generally open yeah. twenty hours, yeah. mm-hmm. so you know you can always pick up a snack. But don't feel overwhelmed by the size piece, yeah. because the way all of the ships are constructed is broadly similar. Yeah, you know at the at the entry level where you where you board the ship, there'll be about three floors there, and they will have. Mainly all the restaurants, yeah. kind of con- concierge areas, reception area, maybe mm. your your what do they call it when they have what what do Royal Caribbean have? They have their their street walk. Oh, the like the promenade, the boardwalk, mm. the yeah, promenade, the yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and like you know, all of those areas where the shops are. So you'll have about three decks at that level mm. when you get on, and then about three more at the top where all the pools are, where the spa is where the, the sun decks are, where the kids' clubs will be, where Rock the play areas, walls, all, of, all of the fun stuff, slides. like whether it's the race car stuff that we had oh, when, yeah. when, when we were on yeah. Norwegian Bliss, yeah. or whether mm. it's the rock climbing, or whether it's the, the Royal Caribbean stuff, or the, the golf and the very large chairs on Celebrity, mm. you know, like or the, the kind of top 18 deck on MSC. They all have some similarity around what they do, but it makes it very easy to navigate. Like yeah. my parents did their first cruise two years ago, they're both in their 80s. They won't mind me saying so. <laughs> but they did their first cruise in their 80s and they were really chuffed themselves in terms of the navigation piece because mm. my mum just kept saying, I just used to figure out where that main street was mm. and everything else just worked from there. And they just loved it. And if you're confused, there's a big screen <sighs> yeah. at every lift. Yeah. Everywhere. And the staff so are so helpful. So you can easily see you, where you are. You don't get lost. You don't, you don't feel overwhelmed by people. There's loads of other people who yeah. speak English, who mm. speak whatever language you're speaking on board. It's an international uh, audience in terms of the customers. Yeah. And those screens are brilliant. Like yeah. on the newer ships, they've got these big touch screens and you literally click on it. It shows you a big red dot flashing where you are and you tell it where you want to go and it literally maps it out. So if I can follow it and I have no <laughs> sense of direction, it, you, you'll be able to do it, trust me. And is there, is there an itinerary for the week so you know when yeah, you go down, so say, on a Saturday that on Thursday does mm-hmm. this show that you want to see? Is that given to yeah, you every day? Yeah. Or, yeah. And then every night when you go to bed, generally you go back and your one of your towels be turned into an elephant or a monkey <laughs> or something <laughs> and usually get your room is turned down and it's really nice and you then get the planner for the following day which are literally your Bible then for the day, following day and literally it tells you hour by hour what's happening around the ship as I say even when the ship is in port because let's not forget the ship is still open yeah. and you can plan out your day do as much or if you want to stay away from it go right I'm going there mm. when that's happening and you can you can get yourself involved or, or not involved you want to go get your book and find a quiet corner with a drink you know what I mean there's lots of information there for you and Paul you mentioned uh, kids clubs yes. and it, there's more and more families travelling more and more isn't there? huge amount of families yeah. are travelling like they now reckon there's about and they feel it's underrepresented there's about 30% of the cruise customers worldwide are families oh, wow. and really understandable yeah. and a lot of multi-generational families where mm-hmm. the grandparents the parents and the kids are going yeah. um, you again have to for, for anybody who hasn't been on it you have to kind of cross over that mind flip of thinking the kids are going to fall overboard they're not yeah. <laughs> like it generally does not happen you know these are really safe and the cruise lines have great partnerships MFC have partnered with Lego and Chico mm. Royal Caribbean have incredible stuff Celebrity have great stuff for kids yeah. Norwegian Princess all of them are absolutely totally geared towards the family market yeah. because it's a big chunk of their business yeah. especially during school holidays across all of the markets mm. and these are kids clubs almost from infants to three then from three to seven from seven to twelve from twelve to fifteen and fifteen to eighteen yeah. And, you know, when we were on Celebrity up in Alaska, we didn't we had no idea that there was a couple of hundred kids on board. And we were we were with this couple one night at a wine tasting or something. And they said, oh, yeah, our three kids are here. And we said, we haven't seen any kids. <laughs> and they said, no, they eat separately. Yeah. We hardly see them, mm-hmm. you know, and like the kids have an amazing holiday, yeah. you know, because there's plenty of kids on board. There's loads of activities. There's great investment the in the kids club product. On the ships, oh, unreal. Like I I'm went go- on a few. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like they're like aquatic parks they're yeah. now putting on cruise ships. Um, so again all the new ships for families like just like I wanted to stay in one of the <laughs> teenager lounges where I was kicked yeah. out and to even play with the, the video games the kids clubs are open from like 8 in the morning until 10 yeah, at night absolutely. and yeah. completely no you didn't see included the kids. in your yeah. price yeah. Yeah. and very important Wi-Fi 
There's Wi-Fi on board. Is there, there is Wi-Fi there on is board. Wi-Fi it's not as charge. good as it's. That is not as yeah. good as your land yeah, uh, yeah. holiday. The Wi-Fi is more expensive because it's obviously satellite based, yeah. and you're traveling for the most part. It's fine once you're in port. It's easier to connect, and you can mm. use your That's roaming. Yeah, like I say to clients, when you're off, like when you're going to have a coffee or a beer. Well, just log on to usually you go into a bar or a cafe mm-hmm. and there's free Wi-Fi log on there and do your your um, but the internet packages like if you just oh, want yes. it like if you pay say 50 euro roughly mm-hmm. you'll get an internet package and that will allow you to have like WhatsApp social media so you can keep in touch with family if you want to send the odd WhatsApp home mm-hmm. or update your Facebook status or your yeah. Instagram status yeah. like th- that is possible that. it's not that expensive it's not as good value is it mm. a land based as Paul says you got to understand it is a cruise ship and they are using satellites which is a lot more expensive and is there a couple of formal nights on, on a cruise ship as well That's I think people tend to sort of worry or panic over them a little bit I think, I think can I fit my ball gown into my hand <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. See, and people some, like, I personally don't I don't like dressing up when I'm on holiday but like I've had clients saying oh they love it they yeah. love the whole like I've got a group going out at the beginning of May and they're so excited about packing all their nice clothes yeah. mm. some people love it generally on a cruise the second night and the second last night will be like a captain welcoming you on board and clients love that they meet the captain and yes you can but it's it's getting it's, it's not your mm. dicky bow it's not black tie no. like it's more you, smart it's, casual it's, it's a shirt and even a an open neck shirt yeah. open neck shirt for the tie. most part and, and like some of the cruise lines like Norwegian have no dress code yeah. so so long as you're wearing clothes and it's respectful <laughs> for, for, for <laughs> eating <laughs> you know there is no dress code then you and will then, get Cunard who you've been on yeah. um, Paul maybe like you I, can... uh, we did Cunard transatlantic from Southampton to New York and they are quite formal mm. so that is more classical you know very much silver service mm. and they w- they had three nights black tie mm. but you know better in advance so again it's coming back to what we were saying at the start talk to the company you're booking with yeah. hopefully click and go and <laughs> they will explain to you or you say to them I want to dress up I like this idea of yeah. dressing up I like having a little bit of glam yeah. and occasion about it yeah, yeah. okay and that's it, it is nice I know we all think oh god it's a bit of hassle but it's not really because you just put it in the suitcase and you can yeah. wear it two yeah. or three times yeah. Yeah. and you can get your, your clothes cleaned and laundered and yeah. on Cunard there's a, there's a there's washing machines and dryers on each on each, on each they floor they hire tucks on Cunard and they hire tucks so oh, really? it's really they, you know cruise lines make it as easy yeah. as possible for you to mm-hmm. enjoy your holiday and the level of formality is really down to the cruise line yeah. the only real formal cruise line would be Cunard mm. and maybe some of the five, six, seven star type cruise lines, the, the ultra luxury we're talking about. Otherwise, it's it's quite relaxed. Yeah, and if you want to go relaxed, you don't even bother yeah. going. Was, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Like, on those nights, that's probably when I'll do my speciality or we'll go to buffet or something like that. And then a lot of cruise lines will do fun nights, like a white party yeah. night. And mm. like in the MSC, or an Italian cruise line, they'll have an Italian night. But again, I was on board and I, I was just in normal clothes. There's no problem with that. No. If you're not dressed up, fine. Still get in the party if you want to. Or go one to the other bars yeah. and have a drink in there. It's it's, re- it's your holiday. It's up to you. There's and no clothes, please. No, 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 no. And like all of these cruise lines have amazing onboard entertainment, like evening yeah. entertainment. Like they all have theatres that put on some amazing shows like mirroring what you'd see in the oh, West End yeah. or on Broadway. Like Royal Caribbean have Broadway-style shows mm. on board. Um, MSC of Cirque yeah, du Soleil. Yeah, 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 Cirque du Soleil on board. You know, so like the entertainment, and again, for the most part, most of the entertainment is free. I think there's a small charge for the mm. Cirque du Soleil show, which it, you, to some extent yeah, you would expect. Yeah, yeah. But the theatre shows, the Broadway shows on, on Royal or on Norwegian, they're, they're no extra. They are yeah. complimentary. So you're getting, you're getting the accommodation, the meals, the, the different itineraries, the entertainment, the kids' clubs, all the facilities on board, multiple pools. You know, just it's just a great, Such great, great holiday. Like, I'm an great. absolute convert from that very first time. So, like, I couldn't wait to get Click and Go into cruising. We're five years. Will has been there from the start. We have an amazing cruise team, amazing cruise product team led by Mairead. And, and we just love having great product to yeah. sell and there's some other things that you could do if you're thinking about it for the first time some of those short two and three night or yeah. taster cruises mm. so that yeah, we have I, I, I've got my in-laws I can't believe my in-laws are going on a cruise Brilliant. Like she, my mother-in-law swore she would never but they're going purely because I said right 
you keep I want you to go on one and we have a three night it's a brand new ship it's MSCC view and we still have some cabins left at the moment on in November three nights easy Rome next day Cannes you've always wanted to go to Cannes in south of France it's a port where you just get off the ship and walk straight in and you're mm. you're in Cannes and then the next day is Palma she loves Palma and then finish up in Barcelona and they're going to spend a few nights down in Barcelona so like you've no excuse you know what I mean we have a great offer on that cruise um, so and they booked <laughs> like, I can't believe us so if I can convert my in-laws so yeah so if, no matter what we say some people are like oh no I don't want I want I don't want to give away a week of my holiday to something I'm not sure about then a three night taster is the way to go yeah. as I say this is the brand new ship MSEC view which was only mm. launched about a year so, ago yeah I was on yeah. the launch um, yeah and we've got flights and three nights on that ship inside cabin with all your meals and a premium drinks package nice. so that's all your drinks up to the value of 10 euro per drink unlimited drinks for 449 per person or why not upgrade to a balcony for another 100 euro 549 per person that's so why wouldn't you yeah. why yeah. wouldn't you just the value, try the, that the value is yeah. incredible and you know there's, there's also certain things if you're kind of saying well, I don't want to spend too much money. Mm. I want to just test it. Yeah. Winter med cruising is yeah. really incredible value. Mm. Yeah. You know, like we have we have winter med with MSC, I think from about five ninety nine for one week. On a That's brand your new flights. Ship. I nearly dropped when you said that last week. Yeah. <laughs> the flights, your cruise for seven nights. And winter med is lovely. Winter med is not winter Ireland. Winter med is still very, Blue very skies. pleasant. Like I've done winter med in November around Barcelona, Genoa, uh, Marseille, a couple of times. And it was really, really pleasant. Okay, it's not 25 degrees, but it's mm. high teens, early 20s, yeah. and really calm weather, lovely. And at 5.99 for it's a week. On a brand new ship. With all of your you food? Ship, yeah. This mm. ship's not even finished being built yet. This <laughs> ship is launching in November, yeah. the MSC Grandiosa. So again, 5.99 for your flight and seven nights with all your meals. It's, it's, it's for great value. So, um, But all of the cruise lines have an offer. You know, they, they all offer something exceptional. Mm. You know, whether it's Celebrity, whether it's Princess, yeah. whether it's Royal Caribbean, whether it's Norwegian, whether it's MSC, talk to us because they they come to us because we are the biggest reseller of cruises in Ireland. So we're number one with MSC, number one with Royal for Asia. Uh, we've been number one with Cunard and Transatlantic. So we, we move very quickly. We, you know, we, we love the whole product thing. Mm. Uh, because of our relationship with INM and different media partners, we move very quickly to get them to the market. Yeah. So we deliver very good numbers to the cruise lines. So they give us they love exceptional us. deals. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, we love them and they kind of love us because yeah. we give them back the numbers. Yeah. And, and we sell the right thing yeah. to the right people. And as yeah. Paul, Paul has been speaking about Alaska. So I just had a look to see what we have in Alaska. And with Celebrity Cruises, we have a great offer with them with a free upgrade to a balcony and their drinks package your flights two nights in Vancouver so you get to see a bit of Vancouver and then the cruise for 2099 per person which is really good that value 2000 euros for yeah. a celebrity cruise <laughs> five star and five star and, and, and they a brilliant are, ship they like are, a really new ship they are a really exceptional line I think that's Celebrity Eclipse Eclipse isn't it? yeah and the drinks package on Celebrity if you were buying the drinks package as you go it's Reasonably yeah, expensive. It's it's it's, it's, it's sixty nine dollars a day. So that's included. So your drinks are included. Yeah. Your balconies included. Your flights to Vancouver. Your two, two nights, nights in Vancouver and a seven night cruise for two, just Amazing over two thousand euros. It's unreal, unreal. That is that is amazing yeah. value. And part of that is because, and we're seeing this from all of the cruise lines. Ireland is benefiting a little bit from the Brexit factor because the UK market's a little bit flat in the last number of weeks because of that uncertainty, yeah. and as a result that market is buying less. And when the UK market, which is a very big market for cruise, is not performing to the same level, the other markets need to come in and, and mm. fill those gaps. And that's what's happening there. So in a funny way, we're, we're benefiting. <laughs> We'd rather it wasn't happening, but in a funny way, we are benefiting. <laughs> we'll take the benefits. We will take it, yeah. 2000 for an Alaska <laughs> cruise on Celebrity Cruise. It's unreal. I'm gone. Yeah. 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 I'm certainly converted. I know I said this last Yeah, you did. <laughs> but I know like, the, whole, the whole idea, look, I've never been on a cruise call. Mm. Never. And it's just the whole idea of having everything and, you know, waking up, waking up every morning, looking out, you're somewhere different different every morning. Oh, you can't beat it. You'd love it. I would. Your little fella would love it. He'd be mad. Jamie would. Jamie would be writing more blogs and writing more more ideas. And games rooms and bowling alleys. I'd never see him. You may not see him. You may not see him apart from the evening time. Yeah. Yeah, okay, done. I'll talk to you when we get back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> booking for me. And Good. Uh, just one thing about the whole cruise holiday process as well, the disembarking, because I know that can be a bit funny for people, especially if they have a late flight. 
Because yes. you know how uh, when you're sitting there, you have your bags, you're out of your cabin. Yeah, so there's, a, there's a couple the of options you can do. Like, for example, I'll just say Barcelona. So a lot of time we'd have people on a nighttime flight and yes, the ship docks in the morning. Mm. So you're off the ship around 9, 10 in the morning. So what I say to clients is, there's a great company at Barcelona Port called Bag to Go. Mm. They'll take your bag. I think they charge about eleven euro mm. per bag. They'll they'll take your bag, deliver out to the airport. And the great thing about Barcelona Port is, within ten minutes, you're on the Ramblas, which is the main tour mm. fair in Barcelona, and go off and do your own thing. Or if you don't like the idea of that, do what the cruise lines call a disembarkation excursion. Um, MXC, for example, off the top of my head, they have a great one in Barcelona where they'll um take you off the ship your bag goes on the coach with you and then they bring you on a city tour i think it's about 50 euro per person you go on a city tour of barcelona and then the end of the city tour later on that evening they'll bring you to the airport in time for your check-in for your flight same with venice they do the same thing Mm. in venice like they do the same thing in miami yeah most of the cruise lines have that functionality so you are off in answer to Mm. your question you're out of your cabin at Uh, nine o'clock because that ship has to be turned over over. for the day. So there's a lot of work to be done. So Mm. you're out of your cabin at nine and then you're off. And you may have missed the first flight out, which would have happened. It would be too tight to get you home that morning flight. So that's why we have people in the afternoon, evening, nighttime flights. But the cruise lines have all the solutions and we have a contract with that bag to go. So we can book it for you. And then it's just taken care of. So like there's plenty of options Mm. for for maximizing that last day. If people have time, why not extend your cruise? Stay on yeah. in, in Barcelona or Venice or for a few wherever it is for a couple of nights. We can arrange all that for you to stay on another night or two. Because a lot of people like will just get on a cruise in and out of somewhere. And mm. I'm always like, have you been there before? Have you been to Barcelona? Like Venice, I was in Venice for the Stunning. first time last year. I fell in love. I can't wait to go back to Venice. Mm. And it's an awful shame if you don't mm. see Venice. So mm. why not spend a night or two in Venice then and then go home and we can try and get you on an afternoon or a morning flight then because it's easier. Yeah, yeah no, that's definitely a great solution yeah. for the end of your cruise. Yeah. Mm. Why not holiday a bit longer? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think that's... Yeah, no, that's... Um, a fantastic amount of information yeah, about and cruising. Just, just call us. Like, that's what we're here for. Like, yeah. the cruise team has expanded. There's a good few of us yeah. now. So give any of us a call. And, like, that that's our job. We love it. I hope we come across as showing how you much do. we love cruising. Um, and we're here to help you and go through everything as much as we can. So so call us and, and let us help you and mm. answer any questions that you have or any... Keep an, eye on, the, yeah. keep an eye on the papers. We've yeah. always got advertisements mm. in, the, in the Sunday Indo and in the Saturday Indo around yeah. our cruise product. The team are there seven days a week, yeah. pretty much. You know, so there's somebody in the office 362 days a year. And if it's not one of the cruise team, they will absolutely make sure that one of the cruise team calls you back as mm. soon as possible. Yeah, so definitely. always pick up the phone to us. Ask us anything you want. The guys know literally everything there is to know. They've been on all the cruise lines, been on most of the ships and experienced the itinerary. So the knowledge exists within the business. Yeah. And it's all about, you know, saying and telling us what you want. The guys mm. have the passion. You, oh, like, definitely. Li- yeah. We listen to them selling. You hear Will today. I mean, the passion and their Just knowledge exudes. and their love for it. Yeah, they yeah, do. yeah. it's hard not to. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be the same, Stephen, once yeah. you get on the no, ship. No, you no, will no. be the same. I can't Won't wait. you, Eleanor? Oh, 100%. And Eleanor's off to the Clear Conference in, in May, which this is, is a cruise line conference yeah. in, in Southampton. Learn Ooh. all about cruising. So you'll be yeah. the pro when you come back yeah. now. Yeah. Two <laughs> ship visits as well. Great. Great. Thank you very much, guys. Well, thank you all very much. Thank you. Today we have some lovely people from Celebrity Cruises in the office, so we're going to sit down to learn all about their cruise ships and itineraries. I'm joined by Valerie Murphy, the Strategic Account Manager for Ireland, and Michael English, Head of Business Development. Welcome to the podcast. Just to start off, could you introduce yourselves and give a brief description of what your position entails? Well, ladies first. Okay, (laughs) Um, I'm Valerie Murphy. I'm, as you mentioned, a strategic account manager for Celebrity Cruises in Ireland. I'm with the company uh, just under a year. So I was new to cruise a year ago. And I have to say, it's such an interesting and exciting Mm, industry to be in. Um, I've originally come from an airline background, so it's a big change for me. But I have to say, I'm totally enjoying the cruise industry here in Ireland at the moment. So if Valerie is one year, Michael English, the head of business development, is 27 years oh, wow. uh, working <laughs> working with the company. So many cruises, uh, many different ship launches, many different events. And uh, 
I guess you could probably say if I've been here for that long, I probably do enjoy it. So yeah, it, it's, you a, must it's, do. A, it's a great industry and uh, it's nice to make um, people's holidays be a very happy holiday as well. Very true. And speaking of holidays, one question we always ask people in an interview is what is your favourite destination? So do you want to maybe go first on this one? Um, I, I guess we we call, uh, in terms of each of our ships, do mm. seven continents. Um, so we go around all of the different continents of the world. Uh, we've got, what, 370 different ports of call we visit. So it's a, it's a tough question to, mm. to pick Narrow one. Narrow down to one. So if I'm going to pick one, I'm going to go geography-wise, I'm going to go Asia. Asia's your favourite destination? Asia would probably be my number one choice because of all of the variation and things to to go out so yeah i'm gonna of all of the places that we go in the world asia would probably be my number one pick yeah and what about you valerie um i'm the same asia is the number one for me as well um i do love the far east and i have friends in hong kong so i have to say cruising out of asia is certainly on my hit list to do and a bit of a useless information <laughs> go for it because i'm sure people love to to get little nuggets the cruise terminal in hong kong the new mm. cruise terminal is the actual old Kautak airport. So the the runway that planes used to land on now mm. is where the cruise ships park alongside. So oh there wow. you go. For your listeners. Yeah. I'm so sure that'd come in handy for a table quiz <laughs> at some point. <laughs> I'm sure it will at some point, yes. And for people who aren't familiar with Celebrity Cruises, could you tell them just a little bit about the cruise line? Yes, we are um, a, a cruise line which is part of a um, quite a big mm-hmm. organisation. Uh, the organisation company is Royal Caribbean Cruise Line Limited, mm-hmm. uh, and they operate a number of cruises, Royal Caribbean International, Azamara Cruises, and Celebrity Cruises is the premium luxury brand of those. So we have currently uh, 13 ships in nice. service, and as I said, we catch on all continents, and uh, if you were going to say we would be a hotel, we would be the Four Seasons or the Ritz-Carlton or the Intercontinental of the of the cruise world. That's where Very we would nice. sit. So that's that's where it is. So for all of your listeners, uh, if you normally go on a... If you a like nice, a bit of luxury. A five-star hotel. <laughs> we are luxury. I guess uh, it, it's interesting, as Val says, is, you know, we, we actually use this tagline, modern luxury, mm. and that really sums up the brand because there's different types of luxury, we say, and it, it's very much a, a much more modern contemporary brand mm. um, than a classical brand. So uh, interesting, our, our dress code on the ship um, is what we call evening chic. So if you're going out for dinner mm. to a, a nice restaurant in, in Dublin, mm. what would you wear? that's what you'd wear on board the ship because people do tend to have this phobia of oh, do I have to get too dressed up on mm. the ship and no it's uh, very elegant and um, smart and chic in the evening as well very nice and what would differentiate celebrity cruises from other cruise lines oh I guess yeah there's 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 probably um probably five things I'd say but if I spend time just talking about three of the design is one of them mm. the design that we have on our on our cruise ships um is very much a modern design mm. uh, and the last ship which we launched was a, a ship called Celebrity Edge and uh, that sails um in Europe in the summer and in the winter she's in the Caribbean and all of the designers on those ships had never designed ships before so what mm. we created is very much a outward facing great views of the ocean unique designs and truly something which has been probably the most talked about ship uh, in the cruise industry for for many years so, so. design is is very much a, a big part of it um my um second one i'd say would be culinary food restaurants if people are are foodies and nice going to nice restaurants um celebrity cruises does fit into that bill um exceptionally well and the last thing i'd say even though there are five i'll touch on three of them would be service (laughs) Mm. um and the staff to guest ratio on the ship um is two to one so the quality of service i would say you know you could you can go to your favorite restaurant um in in dublin Mm. and if the service is not good it doesn't matter how good the restaurant or how good the food is um, sometimes when you go to an okay restaurant and the mm. service is amazing, you think, oh my God, that was great. And that's the thing where we great culinary, great design and great service will be the three, my three things I would pick on from there. Very good. Would you have any other ones to add or? Um, well, 
kind of on the, the, the design front, um, like our Solstice class ships, they have um, half an acre of uh, real grass lawn. And oh that's wow. something that's very unique to our ships. So and, and then when it comes down to accommodation, 85 um, percent of our staterooms have balconies. Um, so that's a really good percentage. Yeah, absolutely. So very much the accommodation is, is excellent as well. Fab. And on the different classes of uh, ships, so most cruise lines have different classes and there's multiple ships in each class. And with Celebrity, you have four. You have Edge, Solstice, Millennium and the Galapagos yes. ships. Um, so how do the different classes differentiate from each other? Like what separates them out? If people have not cruised, it must sound really complicated. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's eight size. Uh, okay. It's size and 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 a different facility. Mm. So the ship that we have to the Galapagos um, is an absolute magnificent ship, but just a hundred guests on board, all mm. suites on board. Um, so real luxury. And if if people have done a safari uh, and they want to go and see somewhere a bit different, the Galapagos Islands, and that's our smaller ship, um, which is called Celebrity Flora. Mm. Uh, we do have a second ship in the Galapagos, which carries just less than that as well, about ninety guests on board. And then we go to our um, as Valerie mentioned before, um, Edge, uh, which is our newest ship, and um, the designs on there as well. So that's where it's, you know it's really important that um, if one of your listeners is thinking about a cruise, they call you, and yes, they're, because exactly. they're knowledgeable and they have all of the information um, that we can give to them. But basically, I guess it's the facilities on the ship and how many people they would want to have on that ship, and all of the staff at Click and Go have all of that information about how many guests, what's the restaurants, mm. etc. from there. Very good. And um, so you mentioned Edge a few times. Yes. And that was a, a very <laughs> big moment in 2018, yeah. 2019 for you guys. Yeah. And also a ship that I'd love to go on. I followed it yeah. from the moment it was announced. It looks fab. Um, could you maybe talk us through the ship from how many people it holds to its outdoor spaces and designs well i guess yeah as I, as i mentioned before um i guess there is a it's the first ship which we've um i guess b- brought into service for over six years so mm. it would sort of been all of the staff all of our uh, all of our employees it's been long awaited and there's been a lot of hype around it and mm. I guess the hype's been driven because the people who've designed the ship have never designed ships before so the interior uh, of the ship have all been designed by a lady called Kelly Hoppen um, who is sort of worldwide, worldwide renowned designer of interiors uh, the gentleman who did a lot of the design of the ship, the exterior design of the ship, designed the Burj Al Arab Tarab. So oh, wow. very iconic buildings. And when you see this this particular ship, um, it really is, um, it sets the standard. And I think that's one thing which our organization does. It sets the, it moves the benchmark higher. Mm. And probably the one which is probably seen more of the, um, more of the, the photographs and and more of the sort of game-changing thing is something called the magic carpet. Oh, it looks unbelievable. And, you know, there's there's been a few people saying, what is the magic carpet yeah. and how it was created? Well, the first concept of magic carpet was to make it easier for our guests getting on and off the ship. That was mm. the whole design concept initially to it. And it's then now evolved into not only into a bar, but also into a restaurant as well. So people can have dinner, uh, what we call dinner on the edge, mm. um, which is on deck 16 of the ship. We will move the the the, uh, the magic carpet up to deck 16, and from there they can have dinner in the evening, overlooking out into the ocean. And there is truly nothing else like it in the cruise industry. I'd say it'd be fantastic. Yes. So uh, yeah, and there's also got a nice bar on there as well, which mm. is probably probably mine and Val's favourite bar deck on the 14. ship as well. So, <laughs> really? yes. Deck 14, so. and then on straight where you'd be yeah. going <laughs> on, on deck five, it actually becomes an extension of one of the seafood restaurants oh, so lovely. again it's it's different different areas of ships it becomes uh different different things but and if people are listening to it you know and there's there's so much choice in the in the uh, cruise industry but if people are looking for a modern experience celebrity does really deliver that uh on board the ships the new ships and there's there's not only Celebrity Edge. Next year, we will be introducing Celebrity Apex, yes. which is a brand new one as well. So, uh, yeah, lots lots coming down the line. And will Celebrity Apex be very, very similar to Edge? Will there be any 
it will it will be them. there may be a few little small little tweaks mm. um but just generally um if you if we were to walk around it today mm. um there'd be a very pretty pretty, pretty similar yeah I'd, I'd virtually say the same but we may until we few see it tweaks. there may be a couple we'll move we'll change <laughs> that carpet we'll move those chairs mm. there we'll change obviously the restaurant names will change but yeah. just the, the layout will be pretty much the same yeah. and the great thing about apex it's, it's actually going to be launched in southampton oh really next year yeah Very and it's nice. doing a little mini uh home port um Lovely. season before it heads down to the mediterranean so yeah and is it gonna stay in the mediterranean for long or just a couple of months yeah. and then to the yes, caribbean we, we, we tend yeah. to be a cruise line um who follows the sun yeah. Um, so wherever it's warm Very weather. Very unlike a cruise line. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and that's the great thing is wherever the weather. So I guess mm. a prime example is um, when we're in Alaska. We're in Alaska between May to August, mm. and as soon as it starts again, be chilly in Alaska. We take the ship to Australia. And, uh, you know, so it goes cruises over the Pacific, and there's sometimes some great cruises for people to enjoy as well. Mm. What we call the repositional cruises through Hawaii and down into Australia. That's um, gonna be lovely. So yeah, we stay in Europe in the summer when it's nice and warm mm. and then we all then scarper to the Caribbean for the winter <laughs> or, or down to yeah. probably the most popular destination that we're seeing this year is is Asia a lot of people yeah. are heading out to Asia which makes me very happy because I get a chance to, to go go out to, uh, to Asia yeah and one thing people might not realize is that last year and this year celebrity and mainly their reflection ship is home port in, in Dublin for six weeks I actually have friends coming from Glasgow to go from a, on a cruise from Dublin to the Norwegian fjords, I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So why was Dublin chosen and what kind of itineraries? Obviously, Norwegian fjords, as I just mentioned. Yeah, well, it's, um, you know, we um, and our organization have been, I guess I said I was 27 years working Long time. Uh, for, for the company. I think I've, I've been um, coming to Ireland probably for 26 of those years, mm. I think. And... Uh, the Irish market is a, a fantastic market for our organization and our sister brand as well, Royal Caribbean. Mm. So it's um, by demand, I'll be honest with you, by the numbers of guests who sail with celebrity over the years um, and listening to our travel partners uh, telling us, when are you going to sail out of Dublin? So mm. we've done it. Uh, last year, we had a ship called Celebrity Eclipse uh, and it was our surprising most successful year ever oh, really? uh, to uh, to sail from or for people to sail from um from dublin and then this year we are back again and it's even great news to share with everybody it's been even more successful mm. um and now we're starting to think about what do we do for for next year um so it really is so and it does take a lot of a hassle away you can just drive your car up to dublin port park your car check in and on you're onto the ship yeah. and off you sail up to the norwegian fjords yeah. and i can't remember the date val but oh, what day is it 26th of may 26th i'm hoping to may. go on it myself oh, really? and, not too um, well it's, it's filling up so and and, and i guess yeah. the the wonderful thing is uh you know from a, a from our company perspective as we talk about people leaving from dublin and also bringing thousands of people into, into dublin, dublin as well from from the us mm. uh from canada so it's nice that our, our company is also putting things back into um into the city into the city as well and if you think of the ship it carries you know roughly three thousand people so mm. um we, we um we see a lot of people touring before the cruise um and city stays in dublin after the cruise as well so it's a it's a great way to to holiday um both touring around Ireland before the cruise Definitely. and afterwards and there's there's normally a lot of people getting off the ship heading straight into Dublin city centre yeah, as well I think that's the beauty of Dublin port it's so close to the it's city so centre yeah. it's very easy for um, the passengers to get into Dublin city and next year in 2020 we're also having similar itineraries from Dublin as mm. well um, the Norwegian fjords will be the 28th of May next year and then we'll be doing Iceland and Ireland Lovely. similar itineraries that we're doing yeah, this kind year of the British Isles and exactly Iceland. yeah which is I suppose more more orientated towards the US market, mm. but certainly from an Irish consumer perspective, um, the Norwegian Fjords is the one that everyone is looking to I'd go on. I'd say so. I, it's on my to-do list. On your hit list. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And just to finish off, what's your favourite celebrity ship and itinerary apart from Asia? 
So <laughs> to make it a bit more of a challenge. I can't be Asian. Um, <laughs> well, I think I, um, I must say when Edge came in, um, I was thinking, okay, this is going to be good. Mm. Um, but it really did take my breath away of actually how good Edge is. Um, and I guess as opposed to Val, who's 12 months in, mm. Val thinks every standard is like Edge yeah. now. So, um, so for me, I'm, and I'm, I can get in before Val just says it's Edge as well. So she's got to come up with something else. <laughs> um, I would say, yeah, definitely Edge because mm. of how cutting edge, how different it is. And, and I keep saying this to, to people, if I could take the middle of Edge and put it into a um, a warehouse in Dublin. I would have the best bars, the best restaurants, really? the best vibe. And it really does fit for people who've never cruised before. If you've never cruised before, give us a call. and Send um, yourself up for a high standard for and, all and sat, future cruises. That's where it, where it is. So, yeah. so Val can't have Edge. Well, my, my only problem is else. that Edge is the only cruise I've done. So they've created a monster by, you know, I've started <laughs> their own at the fault, top. Really. I started at the top. No, I did um, spend a little bit of time on Eclipse. Um, mm. I stayed on board. I went from Cove to Dublin. Oh, very and nice. That, that was fab. Um, I was doing a bit of work down there, so they let me stay on board. Um, but I'm really looking forward to reflection uh, coming to Dublin and hopefully going on the Norwegian Fjord cruise myself that's what i'm hoping for very nice but yeah all all of the ships are fabulous plus just to let you know we are pumping 500 million into the rest of our fleet to oh, bring wow. the fleet up to edge, edge standard so equinox uh, sorry millennium is the first ship that's been done that has just come out of dry dock in asia mm. it's currently cruising around asia and it will be then heading over to alaska for may to september the next ship in is summit that will be finished on the 23rd of march um summit will be doing the caribbean and in 2020 she'll be sailing from new york via greenland and iceland to dublin Oh, wow. So it's a very interesting Amazing one. Itinerary. And then back to Boston. Um, and then the third ship that's been done this year is Equinox. And she'll be completed uh, on the 1st of June. And she's in the Caribbean all year round. So if you have anybody sailing in the Caribbean from June onwards, they're going to be on a brand new uh, ship. Lovely. A very exciting cruise line. Yeah. Yes, yes, lots happening. Definitely have to give it a go sometime. Well, hopefully we'll see you on board. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Alner. That's it for this week on the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Thanks to Paul, Will and Stephen. And as always, thank you for listening. Stephen and I hope you've been enjoying the podcast and the destinations we've been covering. If you have any questions or suggestions, drop us an email at podcast.clickandgo.com. Make sure to check out our website, clickandgo.com, for all our fantastic cruise deals. If you've enjoyed this episode and all our previous episodes, please subscribe, rate it, or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share it and spread the word. Next week, we'll be talking to people from the Dublin Airport Authority and Area International about everything airport related. So until then, goodbye.